if you are a writer a coach your team leader at workspace a guide a teacher or a parent i think you already intuitively know what i'm going to tell you teaching others is the best way to learn now what you probably don't know is why there are lots and lots of studies that have been done over the last few decades in this learning sciences which tells us two things one is the power of teaching on learning is real it's called the prodigy effect i will talk about that more in the episode and the second thing is we now have a much better understanding of why this effect why this prodigy effect works and it's so powerful let's discuss welcome back welcome back to yet another episode of course creation made easy with your host rashmi i help people give purpose to their skills and create an online course business around it by giving clear actionable step by step roadmap for creating your first or your next digital course i do not keep any secrets tips or tricks with me whatsoever with this podcast i also bring to you all the mistakes i made in my initial courses the lessons i learned from them and how you could avoid those all right getting back to today's episode when you learn something with the intention to teach it later you learn it more deeply i know this first hand because as a course creator as a content creator everything i learn is a potential material for either my podcast show my articles or something to create a course on therefore as i read i ask myself two questions which i wouldn't ask normally first is what is so interesting and valuable in whatever i'm reading or learning that it would be worth teaching to others would it be helpful to others if i teach them and the other thing is how would i go about explaining this concept to others first is what and second is how furthermore because i'm a content creator i take much more detailed notes knowing there will be a chances for sharing specific stories or some studies some examples some statistics and i'm pretty sure that i wouldn't be able to remember otherwise so i take lot of notes lot of detailed notes i prepare myself much better when i know that i have to teach whatever i'm learning right now so there are many experiments they have been running for a while now let me share one of such experiments so there was a group of students they divided this group into uh, two uh, subgroups two smaller groups and one group was told that whatever they learn they have to teach it later to another student before they have been tested and the second group was told that they would be only tested they don't have to teach they were not spoken about that they have to teach it later and amazingly the students who were told that they were going to teach later had a better recall of the material and they answered most questions correctly and the more surprising thing is that the participants never actually taught the material just the expectation alone was enough to test this effect i read this quote somewhere and it really stuck with me it goes like this if you think you know everything you will learn nothing if you think you know nothing you will learn everything have you ever felt like you knew something but then got your tongue tied when you try to explain it to someone else well this is actually good because it reveals the gaps in your knowledge 
so teaching does reveal gaps in our knowledge and when we are aware of those gaps we become more humble we become more aware of the thing that we know too little and we ask more questions and it's uh, it's, it's important to recognize our mistakes to become an expert at our own subjects in order to improve we need to be able to consider and recognize our mistakes that's a key in a field where we are beginners it can be hard to notice some subtle mistakes and therefore it can be hard to improve on our own so teaching here provides an excellent way for us to quickly get feedback on our knowledge gaps without depending on any other guide or a mentor or a coach i'll tell you a quick example well there there have been a lot of research going on on the musicians like how do great musicians distinguish themselves from more beginner or in intermediate level musicians what the research has found out is that it is the quality of mental representation of the music that they have so higher the quality of mental representation of music better the quality of the musician so these great musicians have a very clear idea about how the music music should sound they have a very detailed mental representation of the music they use to guide their practice and ultimately their performance of any piece so this mental representation can provide them their own feedback so they know how close they are to getting the piece right and what they need to do differently to improve so let me put it this way it's like goal setting when you know your goal really really well so you know what you are trying to achieve and so when you are practicing you know whether you are uh, whether you are getting any closer to your goal or not that's why when we when we are learners we depend on our teachers to give us feedback so recognize our mistakes get the feedback yourself and have a clear idea of where you are headed this will distinguish yourself from a beginner and you can you will improve and learn better and become an expert in your own subject faster and easier and this all can happen by teaching what you learn another thing which is interesting is the more you can teach a naive person or a toddler or a kid the more you know it it's like if you can simplify a complex concept you are more likely to have the better understanding of that concept as compared to others the person who says he knows what he thinks but cannot express it usually does not know what he thinks this was said by somebody based on a big research so it does hold truth so when you're teaching say you're in an office workspace and you are explaining a concept to your colleague now your colleague is also from the same environment the colleague is also from the same industry of the similar ability uh, as yours so you can use jargons and take some shortcuts but when you are teaching a kid you must do several things differently because the kid is not going to know all the words that you might might use in one sentence imagine you are going to teach a concept how simplification you need to do so you have to really really need to have a deep understanding of what you are talking about so you can pull out the core idea you cannot use jargons or it will just go 10 feet above the child's head you have to condense the explanation in order to keep the child's attention take a very simple example say fire or air or water we all know what this is right maybe maybe not 
Try explaining what a fire is to a toddler. You will quickly realize you don't really know. You lightly stumble over your words and say things like, you know, fire is it's hot, it's yellow in color, it's orange in color. Sometimes it, it turns red, there's a blue fire and there is all different kinds of fire. You don't clo go closer to it. Uh, you get burnt if you touch it. So you are talking everything around the fire, but are you explaining what fire is? I don't think so. So teaching is very powerful. So there's another concept that I want to uh, share here. Uh, that is, you know, teaching naturally takes advantage of spaced repetition. Now consider these uh, TEDx or TED speakers. They spend months and months of research and maybe years of research into an 18-minute talk. They get multiple rounds of feedback and are expected to rehearse over and over until their talk is flawless. So to be a TED speaker, you go through a lot of process for months together to make a powerful, impactful and flawless speech or presentation for 18 minutes. Same is true for books. Writers don't just write books and publish. That's not how it works. There is a long process that writers actually have to go through. They have to send a draft. They have to get the proposal work out with the editor. There's publishing phase. The writer goes through multiple drafts over months, maybe years. And, you know, why, far, why go far when I'm actually creating my podcast show? I sit and create and think about everything that I have learned about a topic, put it down in a manner that it could be interesting for my listeners and use the right words where I feel comfortable expressing my ideas so the listeners can connect with me better. So ideas are, are on one side and communicating them is a completely different ballgame altogether. Research has shown that we forget knowledge at predictable rates if we do not review and use that knowledge. By practicing something repeatedly before you forget it, you are more and more likely to remember the knowledge forever. So what I meant by spaced repetition is the same thing. You like, like you read something, you learn something and then you actually do it or implement it or teach it to someone else. That will help you retain that knowledge with yourself. And before you forget that, you have to teach it again or do it again or do it repeatedly. That is why an artist becomes a great artist only after he has gone through uh, like thousands of artworks, like a lot of practice. Uh, for example, my one of my favorite oil painters is Bob Ross who paints only landscapes. And he has made over 30,000 oil paintings. And he has made three versions of each painting. Uh, this was specially for the show that he was running, where he used to uh, paint live and also explain while uh, painting and also have a lot of fun on the show. So he would paint every single painting that he would take up on the show thrice. One before the show, one during the show and one after the show. So it was just to prepare himself for the show when he was teaching to his audience. Despite being such a great artist, he was following this method of spaced repetition, which made him all the more awesome as an artist. There is another effect, which is testing effect. Every time we pull up our memory, we make it stronger and longer lasting. 
basically when we practice retrieving or trying to remember what we have learned before and trying to recall it from our memory rather than simply highlighting it or reviewing it in a written form like a revision that we used to do before the exam retrieving information directly from the memory will make our retention of information so much better and that is called the testing effect so any time you venture into teaching anything to anyone we are likely to learn more than what those we teach so we gain the most by giving so if you want to learn something faster better and also want to remember it for a very long time there are many researchers and scientists who are yelling out from their offices with all the different sets of tests that go teach what you learned and you will know it better so the tip of the day is to uh, like as soon as you learn something just teach it to others others could be your friends your family your spouse your parents your kids your neighbors or your colleagues or absolutely anybody try to teach it to anyone so with that tip i'm going to call this an episode and i i hope you found this episode valuable and useful this is rashmi and i'm signing off from the show course creation made easy but i will be back next thursday with more insights on digital courses and digital course businesses till then thank you so much for listening thank you so much and bye bye